everyone. Not a heavy one. Welcome to the Squad Pod. Here's your host, my dad, Troy Dog. Alright people, welcome to another episode of the Squad Pod, the second most listened to pod on the Vermoto Podcast Network, because the boys over at Winners Take Y'all beat me by five, five listens, I guess, is, is, that, is that the term? Five listeners? Either way, it's a dub for them. If you have a grandma or grandpa or anybody who doesn't really pay attention to motocross or anything, go to their house, log in their computer if they even have one. And just play the Dean Wilson episode of the Squad Pod. They don't have to listen to it. Just retake that record. I want this record so bad. Anyway, I'm Troy Dog, your host, the editor-in-chief of Verboto.com. And uh, this was a big week for me. This is the transition week. This is the first pod with my new role. So if you're out there, just clap your hands for me. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, so transition week for me, it's been a little busy transitioning from a normal job to full-time job in the industry has been interesting to say the least, but we're here. We got here. Uh, Ginger Dog and I created a nice office for me to work at the house. So if you're hearing some nice new audio, you're welcome. If you're hearing kids in the background screaming, that's Bub Dog and Duke Dog. You'll have that from time to time, but it's okay. We're, we're here. And uh, I apologize for my voice this week. I think I lowered my octave again. Uh, I think we're just, our voice is getting deeper. We're, this this radio stuff's working. So we're just going to keep it going. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a little stuffy. But it's 10 degrees outside here in Kentucky. So you can't help that. All right. Big show today. I have Muckoff, FXR, Club MX Yamaha's Jeremy Martin, two-time Outdoor champion, 250 outdoor national champion. One of the all-time greatest 250 motocross racers of all time joining me on the pod today. And uh, it's cool. It's good to get an update on him. He's coming back from a dislocated wrist. It was a scary incident at Hangtown last year, and he's back on the bike. He had a good offseason. And he's 30 now, if you can believe that. It's uh, It's been a long ride for J-Mart. I want to see where his head was. You know, seeing the success of RJ and Jordan Smith on the West right now, if that's getting him any ideas of big championship guy, uh, it might. So stay tuned. We talk about that, yelling at Phil. We talk about March Banks. We talk about how fast he came on the scene from amateur to winning two titles right off the bat. Just uh, we talk about a lot, so... Stay tuned for that after our little news segment here. I also have my lovely wife, Ginger Dog, joining me today. Yes, she finally decided to join the pod. I know a lot of you guys have been messaging me saying, we need more Ginger Dog. Well, here's your chance. I got her on to talk about my new role at Verb. She's seen the grind through the years, so we kind of go through college and just a little bit of everything. Like, uh, she she does some some media stuff, too, for Verb, so... We get her takes on a lot of things. So that'll be on after J-Mart. So enjoy that. But before we get to all that, I want to know if you guys are excited for the Shred Tours this year. The Vermoto Shred Tours are back, and the schedule just dropped yesterday. So if you're on your phone right now, go to vermoto.com and click the Shred Tour link. It's got the whole schedule. We've got it kicking off March 9th and 10th, the Gypsy 500. That's at Mesquite MX. And what is the Gypsy Tales 500? It's one lap. It's moto track. It's four miles of off-road. You have a team or you can go by yourself. The teams with the most laps win. It's a good event. We're partnering with Jace McAlpine, our buddy of a long time, who I've never met actually and I'm looking forward to. And with this new role, I don't know if I'm going to this event yet. It's totally verb that I don't know. Like, I might just know, like, the night before. So I might be actually riding in this. I should probably figure it out so I can get some outlier athlete training, you know? Just to, you know, I don't want to show up and, and be the guy who's in last. So I should probably figure that out. And then after that, it's World Mini Time already. April 4th through 7th at Mesquite MX as well. It's uh, It's World Mini, man. You have to be there. If you're an amateur racer, this is a must-go. 
This is one of the big events of the year for you. Lots of sponsors, lots of eyes on you. Be there. After that, May 18th to 19th, we're going to Verbadilla. Yes, it's, it's Unadilla. And then June 15th and 16th, Verbapalooza at Washougal. August 17th and 18th is the Summer Slam at Lincoln Trail. September 14th and 15th is the Verb Moto Classic. And if you haven't been to a Verb Classic event, you're missing out. It's our biggest event of the year. Well, one of them. We have a million of them now, apparently. But even going back to the origin days of Vermoto, the Verb Classic has been, it was really our first event. So lots of good ties to that. That's at Next Level 101 in South Carolina. And then we got the Vermoto Top Gun Showdown on October 11th through 13th weekend. That, of course, is in Muddy Creek. That event has been going on for centuries. And... There's always the Cody Gregg two-stroke showdown as well there, Memorial, where a lot of money is put up for privateers to come out and rip two-strokes. And then after that, we're heading to the Verb Classic of Nations at Fox Raceway on October 26th and 27th. And then we're going to wrap it up with the Gypsy 500 East at the Shoals in South Carolina. And uh, December 7th through 8th, if I didn't say that already. So these gypsy events are pretty cool. I, I, I want at first I was like, I don't understand how it works, but it's just a lot of riding and it, it sounds like a lot of fun. So hopefully I get to go to the Gypsy 500 at Mesquite coming up and give you guys the rundown of how it's going to go down. Next, let's see, what do we got next? We got. Yeah, basically this transition week has been fun for me. I've been writing a lot of content. I've been having a lot of time to write. Have you checked the site lately? Vermoto.com? Have you have you heard of it? Yes, you've heard of it. So this week we had a bunch of stuff. We had Brad Gebhardt, our guy from Canada, doing an interview with Seth Dennis on his Grom Report podcast. Seth Dennis is now on 125s. I did a piece on how many losses Jet Lawrence has had in the past year. I gave an update on Kyle Chisholm from his crash into the wall at San Francisco. I hyped up San Diego this weekend, how it's another round one, because the first race is an outlier. The second round was a mutter. And now round three, we have another chance for all these guys to show what they got. We also have a little piece on Deegan Hep, and he's living in a van down by the race tech shop. He really is. He's got a Blackstone grill. He's got a cooler. And that's pretty much it. He was really hyping it up to me. He's got a good setup apparently, but he's literally living in a van right now. And he's just living his dream. And he made the main event in the 250 class over the weekend in San Francisco. His first of his career. So read up on that stuff. All good stuff. We got more coming. So let's get to this J-Mart interview. And after that, we'll hit up ginger dog with her thoughts on everything and then we will wrap it up at the end see you on the other side all right i'm very excited to hear from my guest today he writes for muck off fxr club mx yamaha it's two-time 250 motocross champion jeremy martin what's up j mart not too much man we're here just swinging and jigging at club mx and uh just trying to get ready here to for uh detroit supercross the first east coast round here coming up shortly you were less than 20 days away how is uh, how's the off season? How are we feeling? The off season's been um, it's been good. I needed uh, you know from from the injury at Hangtown, mm-hmm. it's been um, it's been a labor of love to get that right arm, the throttle side, which is even more tough, right? Because you gotta you gotta get that range of motion out of that wrist. So it's been um, it's been good. I've been working hard to um, to get to get that back, and um, we're starting to feel pretty good. Yeah, I know you probably don't want to dive too much into it because you've talked about it and you've posted about it, but like you dislocated and broke your wrist. Um, it was a crucial part of your year. What was that like to come back from? Um, it definitely wasn't fun, right? You know, I think I've definitely stacked some injuries up over the last few years, I guess you could say, and I was kind of to a, almost, I guess you could say, a little bit at a crossroads, but I felt like... Um, that dog is still in me and I still really want to give it another shot. I knew um, behind the scenes what the Club MX crew 
Um, you know, with FXR, Muckoff, and all those guys have been working pretty hard at making the bike even better for 24. So I felt like uh, I, I had to come back. I needed to give it another shot. And, um, you know, we're fully submerged in the process of getting better and trying to have a good year. That's good, yeah. And, and now that, you know, I don't want to say – you're the veteran, but I mean, you've been in the game a while, and, and I I, I want to be easy on that because I called Marshall Welton a veteran last week, and he yelled at me, so I don't want to be. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, "I'm not, I'm not even thirty yet." But I mean, you've been in this game a while. You've been one of the fastest riders your entire career. Mm. What are your expectations as you head another Supercross season? Yeah, I think going into 2024, you know, you're absolutely right. I am a veteran of the of the 250 class. I mean. You know, I turned my first full pro season was 2013. So, I mean, I've been plugging away at this 250 class for a long time, you know. And um, I think my expectation going into this year for Supercross is not, uh, you know, some people are like, hey, are you wanting to win the championship? Like, where are you at? I think for me, I'm kind of beyond that right now. I think it's more of just showing up and and being an opportunist every Saturday, you know. And I think that starts with – I just want to be up front with the with the front runners, and I want to be in the battle, right? I don't want to be just you know getting fourth and fifth and sixth. So um, I'd like to be in the mix up front and and um, banging bars with those guys. I think that's the ideal goal. With that being said, you see Jordan and you see RJ having the success that they have on the West right now. They're only two okay. rounds in; anything can happen. But does that kind of get in your head a little bit? Like, hey, these guys are also veterans; they've been at it a while maybe it kind of is my year. Yeah, I think it just kind of depends, right? Like, I mean, Jordan's definitely stacked up a lot of injuries, and RJ's been building the last couple of years, and he's really kind of um, broken through. So I think it's cool to see, um, you know, they say as you get older, you know, you tend to you tend to slow down or whatever, but us old dogs keep plugging away, and, and we're still in the mix. So I think it's um, it's definitely encouraging from, from my seat. And um, I'm looking forward to having a, a good year with the Club MX team. Yeah, so for you, it's, it's you know, stay up in the mix, um, have fun, kind of, <laughs> just kind of just get all the gate drops in. Yeah, I think so. I think for me, a, a big thing is, is, you know, last year I think I missed one round just due to a uh, crash in Atlanta. So I think a big thing for me at, the, at this point in my career is just let's, uh, let's, let's build and let's um, – Let's just take advantage of, you know, getting good starts and, and being in a good opportunity and and uh, really just try to get back to the old J-Mart. The old J-Mart that used to be a gamer on race day and you could always kind of count on him being uh, up near the front. See, watching it, I don't feel like that's that's the case. Like you've kind of always, when you're on the gate, you're, you're in the mix. Uh, to hear your point of view on that, it's, it's, it's interesting because I'm, I'm just seeing you like always just dogging it out. Yeah, yeah, well... There's dogging it out, and then there's, like, really being a savage, right? So I'd really <laughs> like to be a savage this year. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Well, I mean, the the bikes are obviously performing well. Even after the the performances last year you guys had, you know the bike's there. Um, did you make any changes during the offseason to, to your race bike? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's quite a bit different. Obviously, the, the new Yamaha has a entirely different um, chassis that mimics the, the 450. Right. So we definitely had to tailor some of the, like the fork and the shock to, uh, to compensate for that a little bit, you know? So where, where do you feel like it is now? Um, just with the, everything new, like how is it heading into the year? I feel good. Like, you know, obviously I'm coming off a pretty big injury with my wrist or whatever. And I, and I missed quite a bit of racing, but I feel good. I mean, I'm down here at club and, and we're riding day in and day out with guys and I'm, and I'm trying to, uh, you know, they'll throw me first. They'll throw me last in the, in the lineup order of riders. So, um, you know, I obviously haven't raced yet and it's been a long time since I raced, but I feel like, um, during the week, I'm probably getting the most race realistic conditions with how club breaks down and, and just being around different guys and, and understanding how to bob and weave and, and, uh, you know, do that. So I'm, I'm, I feel good. I feel really good, man. Yeah. I guess with this new, new bike, I'm trying to figure out, cause you've been, you've ridden many generations of Yamahas to your career. You took a little break for Honda, of course. I guess how does it stack up with new technology and, and just and feel um, just with how many different generations of bikes you've ridden? 
Yeah, I mean, it's just this one feels good. It was a bit, um, a little bit more rigid um, in the frame, but the way that this bike turns compared to the old generation Yamaha, like I, let's just say last year, the 2023, um, it's crazy how much better this thing turns. And even the 452, like 450s are kind of notorious for being kind of heavy and you kind of have to lean them earlier and they're kind of hard to get to lean in earlier. And I noticed right away that this thing kind of was felt more nimble and it was just easier to um, maneuver, um, you know, if the rut's blown out in the turn and stuff like that. So uh, I, I really liked my uh, Geico Honda back in the day, you know, but I think what I've, what I've learned is every bike kind of has its own unique feel, right? Right. And it's just kind of figuring out, you know, what do you like? What don't you like? You know, and I think for me, the, the Yamaha's, you know, kind of been my best uh, bang for my buck, really. It's a good platform. So you just signed for the next three years. Um, well, I mean, this year, 25 and 26. I think that's the yeah. longest deal out there right now. I don't think I can think of one. Maybe there is, but that has to give you some confidence <clears throat> heading into like, this new era of you, I guess, just, just go out, have fun, get the results. Um, really, it doesn't sound like you have much pressure on yourself. Is that kind of right? Yeah. I mean, I feel like, I mean, I think there's always going to be pressure, right? Like I don't feel pressure from the guys at club MX or, you know, muck off or Yamaha or, you know, FXR, but I, I think we're, I'm a competitor at heart. Right. You know, and like, I enjoy the competition and I enjoy seeing if I can succeed in that challenge. Right. And when I line up on the gate. So I think for me, I mean, there's always a little bit of pressure on myself to, Hey, let's, 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 let's race these boys. Let's see what we can do on this Saturday. But, um, I think for, at this point in my career, yeah, I, I really do enjoy the group of guys that I work with and sponsors that are a part of this organization over here. And I think that, uh, I think my outlook has definitely changed on it, you know, and I think just being, yeah, being around people I enjoy and, and just, uh, there's just, there's definitely less pressure for sure. It seems like the team is making huge gains, um, you know, on the bike, off the bike. It seems like they're building a whole residential area down there. The new shop is awesome. Um, just talk about the growth from when you got there to now, how it's just kind of exploded a little bit. Yeah, it's definitely, you know, progressing. I think, you know, I'm going to say the team's been operating for, let's just say, six to seven years, and I'm probably not accurate on that, but let's just say six to seven. And, you know, when I first got here, um, you know, they had a shop, but it wasn't the shop that they have now. And, you know, it's a lot of things that are progressing and, and they're learning and it's, um, you know, it's, it's really cool to see, you know, I mean, I think, uh, uh, if you look at like star Yamaha or whatever, they were around for quite a long time before they got a race, a, a main event win, or even the championship. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, we're nipping, we're, we're kind of nipping right there on a lot of these factory guys um, heels, you know, as far as results and trying to get up in the mix with these guys. And last week was, was super exciting for you guys, you know, with Phil and, and Garrett towards the end there in the last lap. Um, I just, just watching that from home and, and, and knowing them personally, like that's probably pretty exciting for, for you guys down there. Just like both battling out for a podium, both very different when it comes to personalities and just, I don't know, it's just probably, you guys are kind of like a family down there. So I guess it was kind of just fun to see them duke it out on the last lap. Yeah, for sure. I was on the couch here in, in the cabin and, you know, I was talking to my missus and I had it on speakerphone. I was just yelling at the TV, you know, like, <laughs> let's see, let's see the battle go down, boys. Yeah. So it was pretty cool, you know, and then obviously to see the, uh, you know, club crushes the social media, right? So to see the, the emotion and stuff like that on the Instagram and all that kind of stuff was pretty cool too. So, and I wasn't there, so I felt like I got to see it by seeing that stuff. So it was, um happy for the team and you know hopefully we can do it on a on a dry condition right yeah yeah for sure and, and speaking of instagram and and you and phil uh, there's a clip that came up a couple weeks back but that's kind of basic weekly things for you and phil right like you guys do that all the time yeah phil and i we we actually this year man i'll tell you what uh we have some really good 
locker room banter is what I've been saying. So between Garrett, like I just roast Garrett and Phil roast Garrett and Phil roast me and I roast him and stuff. So it's, it's pretty fun. I mean, there's some, there's some hidden clips that are, uh, that haven't been posted to social media that, uh, I think people would freaking die if they, <laughs> if they saw, saw the fights and stuff and the arguments that, uh, Phil and I have had over the last two years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's kind of interesting because like other sports do it. I mean, Draymond Green punched his teammate. I mean, obviously that got out, but there's scuffles that happen all the time. And this was just kind of like the first time that we actually saw something come out of it, I guess, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good times. Yeah, it's just it's just fun for you and Phil. You've known him forever, obviously, and he's friends with your brother as well. And it's just kind of like I don't know. So I had Phil on the show a couple weeks back. It seemed like he liked me, you know, but I'm not sure. Do you even know if he likes you? You know, I've, I've been Phil's friend on and off for quite a few years now, and I think we took a hiatus for a couple of years or whatever, but um, I think I've maybe had him crack a smile one time. Wow. Um, in all the years we've been friends. Otherwise, you know, I'm basically uh, um, belittled on a regular basis, but, you know, we, we've definitely fought before, too, and uh, the problem is, dude, he's he's got my ass covered six, six ways to Sunday, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like... The only chance that I have is just verbal abuse. You know, I got to out, out, chess, out chess him in a game of chess uh, verbally. So um, that's my only uh, only way to get him. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, and then I had Garrett on here as well, but it was like, you know, it's totally opposite. He's, he's super nice. I mean, Phil's nice too, but, you know, Garrett's just super nice. He's very excited about everything. Uh, probably a good in-between guy for you and Phil, but um, – What's it like being a teammate with him and, and just, I mean, he's a man child, so he's like seven foot eight, you know? Yeah, it's, um, I mean, I'm, I'm literally pitted. It's like, I'm in the locker room, it's me, it's Garrett, and then it's, and then it's, uh, Phil. So, you know, Garrett has to basically, I have to look up to Garrett, like in, into his eyes, because he's so freaking tall, you know? <laughs> and then right. he's able to grow a mean, uh, mean beard on the, on the, on his old face there. So, um, he's, he's a good teammate. The dude works, he pushes really, really hard on the dirt bike. He gives you 100% every time. And, um, the dude's really quick and, and whatnot. So it's, it's fun to practice with him during the week. And then, um, obviously we, uh, I'm a lot more comfortable around them going into year two here at club. So I'm able to kind of start throwing some uh, friendly jabs in there and kind of get them all riled up, you know, you have to. And then you have the young guns, you know, Jet Reynolds and uh, Mark Phineas, they're brand new and they're probably looking at you guys like, what did we just get ourselves into? Yeah. Yeah. No, they're, uh, they're fresh off the block and they're, you know, they're, uh, I think there's a bright future for the both of them Mm -hmm. and it's just kind of, you know, we got to break them in and, you know, keep them humble. Keep them humble. Yeah. So the first time I saw you in person ride was you were on a Suzuki Super Mini, I believe, or eighty. It was at Redbud. Um, you had come out for Amateur Day for practice, and then it seemed like two years later you were winning uh, the two fifty championship. So it was it all went really quick. You kind of came on the scene and took over. I've always wondered for you, was it kind of shocking that first? Uh, outdoor season in 2014 where you, you kind of took over was that did you expect that or just kind of like the first round happened you're like okay I'm prepared uh I just kind of the feelings going that first season like how did how did that go for you yeah it's 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 funny you ask that because I kind of look back on my career now and I was like you know I'm like damn you know mm-hmm. like it happened pretty quick so like you know 2013 was my first rookie year I think I finished like sixth overall in points outdoors. Didn't qualify for the first round of Supercross, um, you know. And then we go into 2014, and dude, I don't, I didn't even make the main again, you know. And and I'm just like, you know, Bobby Reagan's on my ass. He's like, dude, boy, you want to ride next year? And just like I felt like I was on the chopping block, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and and then next thing you know, we come outdoors, and I'm just freaking, I go one one. One one, and I'm leading the championship, and I'm like, holy shit, you know what I mean? Like, um, so yeah, I just, it just, it just clicked, man, and it, and it felt easy, and um, you know, it just, <laughs> I don't know, everything, the stars aligned, man. It was, it was an amazing feeling. Yeah, those years, I mean, you had you had Coop as your teammate pushing you, and then you know, a million teammates other than that, but I mean, it's just kind of, 
yeah, it it kind of came out of nowhere. Like you, you weren't the amateur phenom. You were very fast as an amateur, but it wasn't like you're coming through with AC titles, you know. And it was like, it, yeah, it, it just you took over from there. Two times, you win it, and um, I mean, you obviously had the speed forever, but um, those first two years were pretty magical. Yeah, it was, it's a, it's a great feeling, you know. And then you look at now, like um, obviously I haven't been close probably the last time i was close to winning championship was probably outdoors the last year of geico uh during covid year uh battling dylan for that outdoor championship and um i just man unfortunately you know i've had some i feel like some shit luck and you know i've made some dumb mistakes while riding and i've gone down and, and injuries have definitely kind of plagued me you know and uh it's a part of the sport right you know so mm-hmm. I'm definitely grateful when I look back at being able to win two championships. Um, not a lot of people get a chance to win a championship, but uh, we're still fighting and we're still trying to get better. And I look forward to uh, trying to have a good year this year. Yeah. It, just looking down the list, like fourth all time, 250 wins. Like that has to be pretty special for you to look back at. I mean, obviously you're still racing, but just to know that that's there already and you have a three-year deal, like pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm uh, definitely grateful, but uh Still, still hungry. <laughs> That's good. You know, we're thirty now. We're 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 thirty. Like, and you can still out go out there and crush it. Like, I don't. I'm thirty three, and I'm looking outside at the, what the weather is. We were talking about, and I don't want to do anything. So the fact that you're still <laughs> hungry to go out and race and and ride at club when it's negative degrees out, like, good on you, man. Thanks, man. Yeah. So I just wanted to catch uh, catch up with you. You haven't been on the pod. I don't even think we've ever talked to each other before, so this is pretty cool. Um, yeah, just, you know, less than 20 days, and you get to, to go back out another year. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, no, I'm excited to hammer. And, you know, look, and, uh, last year was, wasn't bad, but uh, definitely like to capitalize on having a better year this year. And I feel like uh, the offseason's been good so far, and we're in a good position to um, do some damage. All right, man. Well, uh, thanks for your time, and uh, we'll, we'll catch up soon. Okay, thanks, boss. All right, thanks. See ya. See you. All right, thanks to J-Mart for that good little update on his life and what it's been like coming back from injury and how excited he is for East Coast coming up. Up next, we have my lovely wife, Ginger Dog, and her thoughts on everything verb. Welcome to a very special segment of the Squad Pod. I've been wanting to do this for months now. This is what, episode 29? And what's funny is, I hope you guys catch on to that because I don't know what episode we're on. Every week I just say it's something different. I don't even know. But I've been trying to get her on since day one, the first episode. And she said no. Nope, we're not doing it. But we saved it for a good time now. It's my lovely wife, Ginger Dog, joining me on the Squad Pod. What's up, G-Dog? Hey, guys. You can be louder than that. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Has it been that many? It's like 28 or something, yeah. I felt like it was more than that. You would think, and I think so, too. Do you really make that up? Yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone's caught on. No one's really... I'm never even here when you do it, or film it, or yeah. do whatever you do, so I don't even know yeah. what you're on, but... I don't either. We've I had a lot of people. I usually see it the day it's posted. I'm like, oh. <laughs> do you listen? Um, It depends on who's on it. Who do you like to listen to? Uh, I feel like the last one I listened to was with Dean Wilson. The most listened to episode ever of all time. I actually think that's the only one I've listened to. That's bad. But I listen to the intros because Bub's on it. But okay, so fast forward to people that I like. So the wife's only listened to one episode. That's cool. Mm, No, I actually listened to the one that Ashton was on. No, he's a good one. I know. Mm. I really did. Okay. But like no no Yoder or anything, no no Derek Kelly, just no? No. Out on it? Wow. <laughs> Sorry, dudes. We'll get better next time. What about Welton last week? I did not. Okay. I did not. Yeah. That's rough. I, it's, I, it's not like I do it on purpose. I just see it when it pops up and then, I don't know. It just kind of depends on what's going on that day, but. Okay. I've only well, listened. Be the, better. Whole, the whole one I listened to was the one with Dean. Most listened to episode on the Vermoto Pod Network of 2023. I like to plug that in. Suck it, winners take y'all. I'm number one. (laughs) Kevin, I heard, is actually very upset with me because a rookie came in 
and he's been doing it 20 years and I just took it from him. So I'm going to make a trophy. I'm going to ship it to him and keep it at his house. It belongs to me, but it's my trophy. I have no idea what you're talking about, but Kevin Kelly, I know who that is, but I don't know what the trophy needs to be for the most listened to pod ever. Oh, what was second? They were the winners take y'all was two through 10. So, but we got the top spot. True. Yeah. It's, it, I was a rookie, came in. Just call me Jet. Okay. Okay. She's out on that. <laughs> I'm here to actually, we're going to break some news here. I'm like scared even writing questions. I have notes. I'm an elite journalist. I'm up for I, the <laughs> award this year. AMA Media Member of the Year. No? I don't know. I just want to know it. I don't know what you've been writing. Okay. I, I don't know much. We're, I don't know what you could possibly want to ask me. But We're here. To break news that's been broken already on Instagram and... Well, kind of Twitter, I guess, if people follow me, but there's not that many. Yeah, quite the followers you have. I know, right? Quite the followers. (laughs) DMs are are nice. Hey, can we read some? No. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Big life news for us. Us. We. Yeah. I took on a uh, new role here. It's uh, editor-in-chief of verbmoto.com. Which is something that I've been going after since 2009 when I feel like I realized what I wanted to do with my life. And you came along in 2010, so you've seen this grind for about. I, like, I feel like I've, I've never known you not doing this. Yeah. Which is the weirdest part. And I feel like you doing this is what made me interested in you in the first place, which is kind of funny because I knew nothing about this sport. Like, I didn't even know it was a thing. Yeah, you weren't a track snack or anything like that. No. No. That's a turn. <laughs> you weren't a track. I know it is, but I didn't I had I never like had been to a race. I never watched any of it. I never was like exposed to any of it until I met you, but So one of the only reasons that you liked me was because I did this. And not the only reason. One of I said one of the only one reasons. One of one of. Wow, you can actually pull pull <laughs> chicks doing this. That's crazy. Well, I thought it was funny. Yeah. But no, I mean, you were there through it all. Um, you know, I'd start off working for free. Didn't know anybody really contributed. You know, what's crazy is I feel like, so I met you in, was it July of 2010 or June? It was like end of June. And you, I can't remember what race you were at, but I had known you like a month. It was Redbud. Was it Redbud? Mm-hmm. And you're like, turn on, you like told me whatever channel. And I like, I remember sitting in my basement at my parents' house. Like, I don't even and I turned it on and I was like watching it and I was like, and it's so funny. I wasn't watching anybody on the bikes. I was looking at all the guys with the cameras on the sides, like looking for you. Not that I'd ever find you, but I remember thinking that was so cool. You were there. Cause I'd never watched any of it before, but I feel like that's like the first weird memory I have. Cause you were there for, I mean, it was a good couple days, right? Like, yeah, I went up with, with, I think uh, I'd maybe known. I don't even know. It was maybe a month, but yeah, we know we're turning it on the basement. Like, I think my sister was there too. Cause she, like, well, Allie, yeah, we were like laughing, watching it. Cause we were trying to find you, but not that we'd ever would, but it was funny. Yeah. You can't find me on there. I mean, yeah. but yeah, you, you know, you watched it. That was mm-hmm. the first race you ever watched. Redbud 2010. I had no idea it was riding. No idea who won. What's funny is Trey Kennard actually did win that day. And that's your all time favorite rider. It is. So I you didn't Trey. even know it then. I love him. I don't think I'll love anybody else more He's my favorite. Yeah, and you've gotten to meet him a couple times I know, now. I know. I got kind of like, yeah. The, well, the first time I met him was, well, that was that red. Yeah, everything happens at Red. It Bud. always is Red. Bud. All, That's like the only happens. one we go to. But I got a little worked up. Well, not now. I think I might have cried. Not a now. Bit. You did cry a little bit. I know. Bit. And then he he signed a jersey for you. He did. You know. Thank you, yeah. Jeff, for that. Yeah. He's the one that was like, let's go. I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I was like worried to go over there. I was, I mean, he's so nice. Like the nicest guy. He ever. always like, I knew he was always nice, but like meeting him in person, he's like, he is that nice. Yeah. He's nice. He's like the sweetest person. And he like, I don't know. He just looks you in the face when he talks to you and he just like, I don't know. He just cares. And he does. Yeah. He's a cool guy. Trey's a sweetheart. Love him. Always will love him. Okay. So there you go. You started back there. We kind of got off on a tangent of the Trey Kennard tangent here. But I've been chasing this for a while now. I know. Went to college. You were through, you were there through college working. You went the. that was just weird. Like your whole, 
I don't even, this could be like a whole, like, like segment of several podcasts of your journey. If you want to come back on and talk about it, we can, but we can just, there's not enough time. Let's just get to this. Yeah. I finally made it. This is a (laughs) full-time gig. Yeah. Like that's pretty cool. It is. What are your thoughts? I'm excited. I'm happy for you. That's all you've ever wanted to do. Yeah. And it's like finally here and it's with like such a good group of guys. I feel like I've never not felt good about the OG verb crew. And I say the OGs cause we all know who they are. And mm-hmm. I feel like anytime I see them or talk, they've been nothing but good to me. And I feel like I've not gotten to interact with them a whole lot in person, but they've been nothing but good to us. And, you know, just talking to Brent the other day, like he's just a genuine soul and, I mean, Chase has been there forever and I just, Wes is, I, I feel like Wes is like low key, my spirit animal. I, I wish <laughs> if Wes lived closer yeah. to me, it'd be so bad. It'd but, be dangerous. Oh, he's yeah. so fun. I love them all so much. Like it's, I don't know. It's like the, the four of you guys is, it's just a good, it just clicks. It's a good, it's a good group of guys. What's actually- and I've never not felt good about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the whole verb experience. Yeah. It's just, they've always been, they're good. I don't know. I could just say the same thing a million times, but yeah, they're good. They're good dudes. What's been cool for me is that, that Chase Stallow, it's a man behind the scenes, but he's had my back from going to, from verb to racer X. He hooked me <laughs> up with Steve Mathis. You know, I did my pulp thing for a little bit and then verb started back up again and He's just Chase been there. has never left. Well, he did, but then he came. But like, I feel like even when you're at Racer X, it's always like Chase. Like it's always yeah. Chase, he hasn't Chase. left me. Yeah, right, and yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like my mentor. And Chase, he has this whole like you know. I don't know. I feel like I know Chase enough to be like. <laughs> he's he's such a sweetie. He's I mean, you guys wish each other happy. <laughs> you guys wish each other happy birthdays and. He's you know. a, yeah. I love him. He's not yeah. But. It's just kind of cool thing. Like, I, I don't know. I just, it's, it's still fresh. I'm still like, I can't believe it's the this is OGs. happening. And you know, I was laughing because when you like the, the Instagram post, if you haven't seen it, look on his Instagram, but just having like Ryan Swanberg in there too. Cause I feel like he was the first, he was like the first guy I met out of that, like, like that crew. Right. Yeah. Because he lived in Indiana. But he's, he's back now. He's back. He's, he's back. hashtag home. Hashtag home. Yeah, <clears throat> Ryan Swamper back home with Verb, where he began back in 09. I met him at Minio's 09, my first event with Verb. And then that spring, he was like, hey, you want to go to some, like we went to Texas and then we went to, <laughs> he's like, you want to go on a summer road trip with me to all these races, like all the nationals? I said, sure, I'm not doing anything else. And we just did that <laughs> in our old cars and like split gas money. I love him for that because I knew nothing about nothing. And then... You're like, hey, I think, wait, like, okay, so we knew each other for like a month and you're like, you want to go to Unadilla with my family? And then this like guy and like, honestly, for like a while there, I was pretty sure his name was Ryan. <laughs> like, <laughs> Do you want to tell him how we, but I was like, sure, let's go. Drove 14, what was that 14 hours? It's like, yeah, in the, at least in a car with your parents, Ryan Swamberg had no idea what we were doing. I'd never been to a national, a never been to any, my like, dad's 99 Tahoe, literally had never know? been anywhere. And then. Just like sent it. You were like running around with a camera. I don't think I saw anybody. We slept in a Passed tent. out on the hill. Got absolutely fried to a crisp. You never bring sunscreen to any event. I and know. I don't understand why. Because was, you've been ginger your whole life. You're I like. I don't think I. I didn't. It's I not going like, to change. Well, you know what's funny is I was like. So it's, I remember being like, where am I? And just. You're Dilla. I know. And then like after the race was over. Going back to the hotel and just seeing like Swanee sitting at that desk in the hotel, which we had like what two beds. Yeah, I don't even know what's happening. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like either. laying there, like comatose in a heat stroke. We were watching Billy Madison. He's like at his computer, like editing grinding, stuff, grinding. But you know what, Swanee, I'm like a harsh critic when it comes to like motor photography. Like, I feel like I see pictures and I'm like, eh, I don't know. That's like one like niche. Like I know motors like a niche anyway, but I feel like photography in general. I'm like a very harsh critic with that. And I feel like he is like, 
oh my god it's so crisp like it's it is crisp he is like it's he is it's crispy i know i don't know again i don't know a lot and i'm not like familiar with a ton of like photographers but he is my he is it he's good he's very his good. photos are it's so crispy good. you can literally zoom in and count the f- dirt specks in the air like okay. they're so clean dude scrubs that, his stuff man he, he scrubs oh his gosh. cameras like i've just watched him do it beautiful beautiful he's just he's just crispy that's all you can say he's amazing like it's so it doesn't even matter if he's like indoor outdoor like opening Mm -hmm. ceremony supercross like his stuff is so clean he's earned it and i'm I'm so pumped he's back me too i mean he probably doesn't even remember like (laughs) me at all he just saw you like last summer i know he did our engagement photos too yeah crispy that was was, yeah that was fun but yeah yeah, he is so that's cool that's cool for me too because it's like yeah. I get this role, and then he's back. I know. We're getting photos. That's so crazy. And, you know, Anaheim 1 was cool. Wes was there filming and sending us stuff every five minutes and giving us updates, and it was cool to have him at the track. So it's just the crew, man. It's just fun to the work OG with. OG OGs. So, yeah, I just wanted to get your thoughts on it. You've been there since day one. You've seen the grind. You've seen the hours I put in. Remember when I had to do wake-up call for Racer X? Do you want to tell people what I had to do I, every Sunday I think, night? I think I blacked that out. For about two and a half years. That was bad. How many hours did that take you? It would at least take me like eight hours. I had to like log every race result on Sunday nights. You know, I had school the next day, so I'm like burn the midnight oil, just putting in results of oh, some Bulgaria race and guys I've never heard of. But that just to bad. make sure you guys knew every race every Monday morning. But you did it. I did You it were good at it. For like two and a half years. I was years. like, oh my God. God, just coding and just, yeah mm-hmm. chase got me that yeah thanks chase and thanks chase <laughs> uh let's see i still make jokes about him <laughs> I, I wake up in the middle of the night with cold sweats yeah, gotta do wake up call i gotta do wake up call <laughs> that's still a joke you're welcome why can't <laughs> you're welcome let's see ah uh, what we didn't cover here so you got you're, you're you've dabbled in the media side a little more now these days it's the famed ginger dog. <laughs> I guess. You don't do as much as I would like you to do. Well, I'm coming back this week. You're you're very big. You've I'm helped back. you've helped build power rankings into what it is today. I don't believe which that. has a cult following. We can't go to a race without people asking who's on the ranks this week. Maybe you. Well, I hear it. <laughs> but you're there too with me usually. Yeah. So it is fun. I do like doing it. So you're back this week. I'm back. We have J Law, Jason Lawrence. He did it last week. He's back this Is week. Is he back? He's back. And Denny Stevenson. Is he doing it? He's doing it. Nice. So it's a star-studded event this week. We got five people. I think I write too much. But it's good. I don't it's know. It's money. You think? Or you could just split it into another ginger dog column. Whatever you want to do. Mm, I don't know. We'll see. We'll make a plan. I got I to gotta get my comeback here this week. We'll see what happens. Okay. So you're back. We love that. But yeah, that's cool. Like we we got guys like, hey, I want to. I know do this. the fact that J Law. You know what's funny is I never got to see J Law race ever, and he was like this mythical unicorn mm-hmm. of like, just he still is feisty, nasty. I don't even know. I love him. I like his energy because he's such a. I, I have to like watch what I say. I mean, uh, you're not gonna say <laughs> things that people don't already like think. Like he's just an enigma of the sport. Like he, he is. But I don't like, mean that in I a like bad his way. Vibe. I think he's straightforward. I think he, I don't know. Like when very I very straightforward. When, I think when I first started watching Moto, it was like you see guys on the podium. They're so freaking boring, and they were like J-Law's just like boring. robots. And like oh my, even if they were good, it was like I get that they're good and that's awesome. But like they're not like inner. I don't know. It was some other personality like. It's weird, like, and that's crazy. With, I feel like certain sports you can watch, like football team, soccer, basketball, whatever, and like you like people and you like like the athletes. But it, I don't know what it is about Moto, but like their personality and like the way they carry themselves on the podium, it's like that carries so much weight as well as the way they ride, and it's like this perfect balance, which is super weird. You know, you have to be like this whole presence, but also be good. But you can't be too boring. You can't be too this. You can't be too that. But I don't know. I'm just like kind of. No, it's, I think J Law's energy kind of matches mine, so I I always it, wish I could watch him ride it because I'm <laughs> I'm such a mess, dude. You guys, and I was like, <laughs> you guys, yeah. It, it's it's I'm, funny. So I'm see. happy he's on the ranks. That's cool. I'm too. Just the fact that he's around again. Yeah, like, I love that. Like, yeah. just stick around. 
yeah. the sport clearly and I like, loves it. And whether people like him or not, or they want to make jokes or whatever, like right. always stay relevant, like F off, you know, like, <laughs> sorry, I'm, tr- I'm trying to be behave, but it's a family show. You know, I'd, I'd fill on two weeks ago and every well, word was you know, that word, you I, know, I, I, we did I like that he is not, he's just himself and yeah. he doesn't really give a, he doesn't, he doesn't care what people think. He's needed to be around. And, and, I, I, and I love that for him. And I'm glad that he, that's why people like he, he's, he's here now. He's still here. He, he ain't going nowhere. He ain't leaving. <laughs> when Wes put us in there, I was like, no way. Yeah. Like you, you want in and then, and Danny's wanting to do stuff. Do a, I want to do a pod with J-Law. Get him on. I, hey, J-Law, you in? I know. I have to ease into this hey, a little J-Law. bit. <laughs> I have to ease into it. I know. He's, you know. But I'm, do you know what I'm saying though? Like people like. I would love to. Don't their, get me wrong. I don't know. I just feel like, like energy, like you matching people. And I just feel like, it, I don't know. He's just good. He's fun. He's funny. You're a fan of JLo. I am. Me too. Most people are. You've dabbled in, as we said, you dabble in some things. You did, you've done some photos. You've done, I mean, like you take pictures of me and the stuff oh. that we do and just behind the scenes stuff at the track. You've done some interview stuff. You've done some vlogging. Yeah. Where's the vlog? Yeah. The vlog that will never happen. It's in the upside Wes, down. It's never coming. It's in the upside down. Uh, Yo, I swear. So anyway, I'm trying to get to a point here. You're getting more involved. You're in the pits with the races we go to. You hear things, you see things that normally like a real, like a fan wouldn't see. You're like in the trucks, you see. The you trucks know, are cool. Freddie Norris just like trying to pass us everything he has, like. You want my car? Take it. Like Freddy's you can have it. The sweetest man ever, sweet. and so is his wife and his children. Freddie's like the sweetheart so of the sweet. sport. Yeah, Hep, the Hep truck. Like I know if we go to that, I feel like that's the only reason I feel okay going to any sort of race is I know the Hep truck exists because it's like <laughs> it's home base. It is home base. <laughs> Everybody is so nice, and it's just you don't feel weird going in there. And I feel like people are just no. so sweet and like. Everybody that rides for there is so sweet. I love, I love Hep. It basically is home. Like yeah. I, I've known Dustin since 2010. I feel like I met Dustin amateur. when he was still riding. You did, like back in 11, like 2011. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. You guys passed us for St. Louis that yeah. one year, and he was in a van and it was cold. Yeah, and he's just making fun of us for liking to live in that, that kind of weather. So crazy that he, yeah, that was that seems like forever ago, but. So we go way back. I mean, even as first That's national. Like, and you know me, like I, I feel like I come off like I'm just so aggressive in so many ways. But when it comes to like stuff with moto, I like kind of like pull back and I just kind of like keep mm-hmm. my distance. But like that is the one truck I feel like I don't feel weird about going in or just like being around those people. They're also, they're also nice. Yeah. It's just yeah. a family atmosphere. Yeah. I want to point, make a point at Unadilla we went to. Mm-hmm. That was his pro debut that day. Dustin's. So that morning I went over there no and we did an interview way. in his, in his, it was like, do you still a, have all that? Like, oh that man, old footage. It's on an old computer. So it's gone. Probably, but maybe, it's maybe we can get Wes to like figure it out. But yeah, I went over there and got an interview with him that morning. So I mean, we go crazy. way back because it was his first race on a Suzuki, you know, just mm-hmm. RMR in it. So, yeah, I mean, that, that, that crew is, it's family. I mean, I know everybody over there and we eat their food, we eat their snacks, we go up and, you know, some of us wear, wear gear at the track. Some of us do. Me. What does that mean? Hmm? What do you mean? Troy Dog Welton. Oh, yeah. It might make a comeback. Are you okay with that? Sure. I'm going to run and hide though, because I... (laughs) You were so embarrassed. Can we talk about how embarrassed you I just, I can't, like... (laughs) You didn't want to be, you didn't want to be known I left. I was with you. I left. You ran. I ran. I hid in the <laughs> stadium by myself. I could not bear to watch you just like take pictures of these poor people that thought you were Welton. I'm That's not, super cute though. But I just like, I thought I would just stand there great. and laugh. I know, but I can't BS that much. I told him like right away. It's okay. It's fine. We're friends. No, now. you didn't. No, you didn't. I, yeah. We took the picture and I was like, Hey guys, I'm doing a bit. Oh my lord. That's the behind the scenes stuff, you know. Okay, so as you dabble in the sport of 
media, I mean, you want to do more of it, I'm sure. You've done vlogging, you've done some photos, you've done some writing. Um, you've been in the pits a lot lately, getting scoops. What is something that you see in the pits that, that a normal fan wouldn't see? Like, what's your favorite part of behind the scenes? Well, I feel like everybody is super nice. Like, all the riders are nice. Everybody, like, in the tents are nice. The, like, the mechanics, like, everybody that's there, family, the kids running around. Um, I feel like I just remember being Iron Man. Like, everybody we talked to was super sweet, especially, like, you know, everybody at HEP and then talking to, like, Caden and, um, like, Freddie and Derek and just being with everybody and just, like, feeling like you're not just somebody else to say hi to I feel like everybody's super invested and I feel like that's says something about the sport in general is the people are just genuine and I feel like I've always felt that um and I think I've always said that with moto in general is just everybody I've met has been so welcoming and I've never had like like nobody's ever left a bad taste in my mouth that um and I've never felt like people just like spent time with us just to do it. I, I mean, I think of dark side, like just like coming into the tent and just went out of his way to find me sunscreen. Cause I forgot mine. He went, like, I mean, he was like, he the walked sweetest. like three miles and he's, he didn't even have it. I know he's so sweet. I feel like everybody is just so nice. And that's what like my favorite. And I've said that in like some of the stuff I've written, just how nice everybody is and just getting to know, um, different families and, you know, I keep talking about Iron Man, but that's, was that the last one we went to? Yeah. You know, just being able to see, you know, just different riders from the squad and like meeting Ashton's family and how nice everybody was and his parents were McElrath. so sweet. Yeah. McElrath. Yeah. And his wife. And then, you know, just, I don't know. Everybody in this sport is, I don't know. They just have good, good souls. And I feel like it's one of the sports out there that has the biggest, like the biggest hustle. Yeah. Hands down. Oh, for sure. And Let it out. And it's, and it's not just the rider that's hustling. It's the extension of everybody, everybody that's tied to them. Mm -hmm. Parents, wives, kids. It's like this tree. Team. Just, yeah. Uh, it's just trainers. like this, it just trickles and everybody's got it. You're either in or you're not. Mm -hmm. And if you're not, you're done. Yeah. And I feel well, like same. that's, that's very apparent when you go into the pits because if your heart's not in it, I feel like you wouldn't even be there if it wasn't, right? Yeah. I mean, like the people, if you're there, you're there for a reason. I feel like everybody is just super hard, sweet. Man. Yeah. And we're here to tell their stories. Yeah. And that's why we go in and we vibe out, have a good time, try yep. to get some different information. Yeah. I feel like I've met some of the nicest out. people. That's coming from somebody that doesn't have many friends. I mean, I think one of your favorite part of, Parts of the year was sitting with Harlan's mom. I know. I love her. Oh, Mrs. Hall, you know, Bob's. Mama G. You know, and I'm sitting next to these two moms who are just like watching these I dudes know. rip. And I'm like, this is an interesting take. That like, was such I, a, that the energy was so different. Like, I don't think I, I mean, I've never watched a race with like a rider's parent. Like, you know what I mean? Especially like the, like a mom. Watching her son out there, it's crazy. I will say, watching the race with his dad opposed to his mom is totally different. Because it's, it's, it's you cannot you cannot match the mom energy. You yeah, just can't. You could watch a a thousand race. Uh, you could watch it for an eternity, and it, it wouldn't matter how good they are, or it, it just it doesn't matter. It's like you're always nervous. You're always worried. Like it's just it was crazy. It was really cool. I still think about that sometimes. It was a good day. But she was super calm and super collected and just, I feel like I, I, I think I wrote about it too. I was more worried. I, I, I don't know. I was still like more focused on watching her than the race because there's so much more being somebody on like the outside looking in and not being able to like make all the moves and do it all and just being that calm about it. Yeah. It's crazy. You think you could be uh Sitting there with Bub Dog or Duke Dog one day? Right now, probably. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, ever I, don't, get there. I don't know. Ugh. Yeah. I don't even think I want to do that. So much money. Yeah, Bob's <laughs> is cool, though. Love her. One, another one of your strengths I want to get to is your hospitality strength. No, it's no. We have it's not good. 
several people stay here uh, and you make them feel at home. It's perks of being in the squad. You could stay here, you cook for them, you, you know, you make a nice place for them to, to sleep, take care of everybody. I wouldn't go that far. Squad mom. I try. Yeah. I don't know if I'm that good at it. It's been a bit since someone's been here. I mean, take care of Wes, too. Wes, Wes came... You guys show... Okay, so we drove... Where were we at? The Lincoln can you Trail? S- okay, can, the, can we set something straight here? Yeah. The day that I was late for the Pulp Show. I I blacked that out. Okay. But <laughs> you were so mad, I think I blacked it out. Can, <laughs> can, can we set their extra... Everyone likes to, to still like, oh, you're, you're an idiot and whatever. They still bag on me for it. Can you please tell them that I'm really smart? And I, that was just something that happened. And I, I can fight my way out of a wet paper bag, basically. It really was weird. And I will say that because I also had your flight check-in on my phone. And I don't miss anything. I want you to set the record straight on one thing. Because I'm still getting beat up on. And I know people are doing it in fun. But, you know, the Pulp Show thing. Can you just... You lived, you've lived with me for... 14 years, right? Right. You're not, you're fine. You're good. Thank you. Okay. That's all I wanted. Maybe we'll just stop it there. <laughs> Everyone likes to just. Part of me goes back in my head. I'm like, was it my fault? <laughs> it might've been. I don't think it was. Well, mm. okay. So we went, I don't, I still, I don't even know where we went. We Lincoln went to Trail, Illinois. Lincoln Trail. Drove. We left so late because I feel like it was. By the time, we, like, obviously we have people watching our kids, but by the time we drove out there, it was a four-hour drive. The time change. We stayed for, what, two hours, if that. If that. And then the time shift, and then when it was over. Picked up Wesley. We drove another four? Yeah, it's like four, four hours, how many but hours? the time change. So how many was it in total? Um, it was at least yeah, like a, four and a half. It was a long, yeah, it was I a while. So. so we were driving more than we were there, and then on the way back... Whatever. It was a great time. What did we do? Wes hadn't eaten like a million years. Four days. Went through McDonald's. You and Wes were how you guys are like best friends. I know he was. Well, it was funny because he was in the back seat. I don't know what he was doing. I think he was like editing. He was definitely editing. Wes never doesn't edit. Like speedy fingers back there. But we were just having a blast. And then by the time we got home, it was I don't at least midnight. If not later, twelve. It was super late. And then his flight was at six. I'm like, my flight's at six. I I actually thought you guys were you on the same in. flight. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I checked in. Maybe I should have looked. It was set for the time I thought it was that we both thought it was like very early. I don't even remember. I don't know. I got up. I was Do like, I got plenty of time. It was four thirty. I remember I was downstairs. I know. We got up so early. I, I had to work that day, right? It was right? 4.30. Yeah, it was Monday. I got up for work at like... I think you took took off butt that crack day. Butt crack of dawn. So I could go. Mm, probably. So I got, I got up at 4.30. I'm downstairs shaving my face. I'm like, I better do that so I look nice. And then I get a notification that says, hey, your flight is boarding. And my stomach just drops. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no way. I think it's so funny. But you know what? It's... You know, it's funny now. So I'm like, I'm downstairs it like, Wes. It wasn't, <laughs> Wes. it wasn't funny then. Is that normal? Um, now that you're uh, CEO. <laughs> I'm not CEO. I, I'm, I'm, I know. I'm get kidding. it right. Editor in chief. Whatever. Either way, you're not going to be late, but it was funny. Mm-hmm. Like it was kind of funny. It's still funny. <laughs> I only bring this up because I have to travel. But you know now. what? I will tell like, it's fine. It, you know, it happens. It's all good. I actually still to this day don't really know what was up, but although it's we, never happened, when you fly, you fl- it was like this cheapest, the cheapest. What was that? It, was, Spirit, it wasn't Allegiant, Spirit. Whatever. It was, a, it was something. Over here in the hood, this the hood port. The CBG man. <laughs> the, the hoodie. Airport. It's it's fifteen <laughs> minutes from us. It's okay. Can we talk about CBG in general? What does that even stand for? This is not Cincinnati. Yeah, I don't know what that means. I despise that all i know from is people once, everybody else from cincinnati that is bizarre you are in kentucky it is not the same 
I was frantically going from gate to gate for all flights to Vegas, and I should have just went to the front. You, I ran okay. through that whole place. I will that give morning. you credit where credit is due, but you oh. cannot. You have no spatial awareness, Troy. Okay, that was I was, I was getting di- to this. I, call I wanted him to get to this. Directional, directional. What do I call it? Directionally illiterate. illiterate yeah, <laughs> that's not even a thing. I made it up. Direction, directionally. That's not even a word. Directional. You don't illiterate. know directions. I do need a map most times. Or I will you say put that. on maps. Four places that you grew up in. I didn't grow up over here. It's like the same thing. Okay, we have a highway that. It's the Tri-State Highway, okay? And I don't know which way. If someone says, hey, you're going to go 71 South or 71 North. But you know what? This man can drive all his way to Texas. I did that. And then he can't get to his mama house. I was a swan. (laughs) Well, you know, it's some things we're good at and some things we're not. We can work on things and get better. Right. I bring this up because I'm going to have to travel more. And and they still pick on me for it, and I'm just I wanted you to set the record straight well, that, you, that that wasn't totally my fault that day, and I will be fine. Right. Okay. We'll give you that. Well, I'm glad that we've had this this you know epiphany there's, here. There's nothing you will ever say that will make that okay. It's never happened. It was a in, sad day, and it's never it happened in Paul show history. It's never <laughs> happened. Steve's like, no. The fact you still showed up, I'll give you that. I did show up. Thanks to those dudes, Steve and Wes, they were like, hey, you're getting on a that was flight. A, that was a crazy day, just trying to find you a flight and just the chaos of I was smoked emotion, by the time I got though. there. Like, though. I know it's funny for people, but, like, the emotion was like, like, that was a big deal. Yeah, I was bummed because I, I like, looked forward to that stressed. for months. Yeah, I was super stressed. I was glad it worked out. And then around, what, noon? They're like, we get you another flight. Mm-hmm. You're going to be late to the show. And again, this is why I love those guys. Exactly. They use their air miles and everything. I, yeah. They did. West, yeah, well, I owe West some vacation time. So. Oh my god, I love them all, guys! I lo- guys, I love you. They're good guys. I love you know that, guys. I love you too. The um, well, I can say that. that's my pod. I can do what I want. The thing with with this though, um, want to add? That was a four hour flight. So after all that, I ran through the airport. I had a four hour flight, and then I lost my t shirt in the car. Yeah, I'm never. Yeah, we're not talking about that. I'm never buying. Anyway, that. so I was smoked, and then I took a red eye back. So I mean, the next I, time, I honestly wonder where who ended up with that. Somebody really cool, you know, really cool. That cab driver's still rocking it. Never washed it. No. Yeah. No. It's a cool shirt. Will you make me another one? No. Okay. Do you have anything else? That's kind of kind of it. I know, like uh, we've wanted to. Do this for a while. Well, I've wanted to do this for a while, and you've said no. So, will you be on more? Mm, it depends. You have to. It's got to be like I don't know. It has to like. It has to align. Did you enjoy your experience on the squad pod? Yeah, but like that was fun to talk about. Like the or, the origin story of T Dog. We didn't really get into too much of it, but yeah, I mean, you're the there grind through, of T Dog. Yeah, grinding. Worked at my parents' restaurant for ten years. You but know, you know what? Worked it's there so getting f- through school. You know what's fun is, like, back when we were kids, because we're so effing old, you know, this was, like, the fun part of life. And it still is. Like, that's what's so crazy. It's, like, this was what I looked forward to. It was, like, every year, like, it would roll around, like, what races we were going to go to or who we get to, like, see and what we get to do. And, like, I genuinely still to this day look forward to it. Like, it was such a – it's still such a solid part of, like, what makes me happy. And I think it's super fun. And it's so crazy because I think people – Maybe, like, assume I just am in it because you're in it, but I feel like I actually genuinely love it, and I follow it, and it's, it's, I look forward to it every year. You post it up every Saturday night watching the I race. Know. Even now that he doesn't have to work Saturdays anymore, well, he's going to work Saturdays, but he's not going to be sitting <laughs> in a different some way. dealership somewhere, yeah. but, you know, I still have the races on, and I do, I love it. It's such a weird thing. Like you meet people and you just never know what they're going to offer. And it's just kind of crazy. And, you know, I know, I don't know. I don't remember who it was, but somebody asked about the national national player video. Who was that? Was it Tanner? Tanner? Oh, national security. What did I say? National player. That was my video that we're not going to bring that up because no one cares. It's so good, though. I, and if you. Not, not apparently to everyone else. No one wants to hear about it. It's all so funny. And. 
if you're not a verb OG, right? Right. You know, the security was hilarious. Was that Travis? Yes. Speaking of Travis and national security fame, he's going to be the guest this week. So he's coming on. He's next after you. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's uh, I love Travis is a good dude. Travis gave me my start, actually. Yeah. He answered a Facebook DM. And that's how I got my start. It's so crazy. So if you guys want to be editor-in-chief one just day, so, just, just shoot is, some this DMs. Is, this is coming from some kid that was like, hey, can I just follow you around the country for free? Yeah, right? that's literally what I said. Just graduated high school and just... That's how... You know what? I I applaud you for that. I don't think I'd ever have the guts to do something like that. I'll never forget. I probably like, still have it on my Facebook. It was like 2 a.m. and just do something you love for free and just and like experience it. That's really cool. But it's funny because I watched the national security. No, it was the player. (laughs) I hadn't even met this kid yet. And my sister, this kid, me, you, this kid call out my, um, Hey Alicia, but, um, my older sister knew Troy. I was like, hey, you got to meet, you got to meet this kid. Like, he's super cool. He's really into moto. Like, in the first thing I saw <laughs> was the national player video. And I was like, done. It's all meant to be. I thought it was hilarious. It's all just like a story. And all I had was man. your number. I'd never met you in person. I'm like, I don't even know what I sent you, but like, that was it. So I had, <laughs> I thought it was I had so- what everyone calls Riz. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was funny. It really was. I it was pull, cool. I pulled a chick off of a verb video. Yeah, but you were like talking to other girls in the video, which I still think is so funny. But I thought it was hysterical. But yeah. Travis and those in the national security was funny. Like that has to come back. You probably would never get away with it now. No, there's no way. We, the the twenty ten early, not even early two thousands. That was before I came along. That was the summer of '09. Gosh, so. it's not the same. Yeah, it's, it's the yeah. It's crazy. That's yeah. funny. How far we've come. So I'm but looking forward to talking. You're like, yeah, I'm really, I, I'm, I'm into the, uh, you know, I work, not work, but you're like, I, I'm with this guy, like, scroop. I laid it on Vermoto. thick. I laid it on thick, though. I'm like, you know. Troy, I, I didn't even know. <laughs> I had no idea what the hell you were doing. I was like, cool. <laughs> Let's go. Just trying to. Hey, you want to come to a national with me? I know you for 30 days. Let's drive 14 hours. Go to the dirt bike. Sure. <laughs> and you never left. Nope. And I do love it. It's, it's fun. You're still here. The OG. The Ginger OG. Dog. The original Ginger. This was fun. Rah. I know. It was very fun. Been trying to get you to do this for a while. Yeah, don't... I mean, I probably won't come back, but... Oh, really? This is it? One and done? Mic drop? Nah. We'll, we'll be back. We always come back. Just don't know when. Yeah. That's fine. The stars align. All right, guys, that'll do it for this week's episode of the Squad Pod. I want to thank you guys for supporting me through the years and, you know, just just reading all my stuff and and making the Squad Pod what it is with listeners and just everything. So I appreciate all the support. The best is yet to come. I want to thank the team behind me. I got Chili Dog, Bird Dog, Slaw Dog, Chase Stallow. I want to thank... All you people for listening, Boots Dog, CMXR Dog, shout out to the squad, shout out to my lovely wife Ginger Dog, shout out to Bub Dog, Duke Dog, and once again, all of you guys, I'll be back with another episode next week, and I'll see you then. Thanks.